Hello, and thank you so much for joining me once again as we share the Word of God through this podcast. I'm Beatrice Valerie Nero, your host for This is the Voice of the Prophet. Today's episode is entitled, What Are You Hoping For? Going into this new year, what are your hopes and dreams? What is it that you're believing God to do this year that maybe did not manifest last year? What have you been waiting and waiting for, not just for one or two years, but for many? What things have you asked God for and they have yet to occur? What is it that even though you know with all your heart that God is going to do it, you can still see that he just hasn't done it yet? There are so many things in our lives that we're trusting God for, yet we're still waiting on seeing them because we just know we have the faith and belief that God has already done it in spite of the fact that we are not walking in it. We know his word, and as followers of Christ, we stand on that word. Even the newest Christian knows Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We were taught that particular scripture from the time that we were led in the sinner's prayer. We have stood and followed that verse from the very beginning of our salvations. So what is it that you're still hoping and waiting for? And for some of us, it's been a very, very long wait. I know a lot of people who have been sweating it out for years. We've all heard and used the phrase that Delay is not denial. We all understand that to mean that just because we haven't received it as of yet doesn't mean that God has said no. And let me say that it's not a sin or lack of faith if we ask him if he is saying no. We can go to our father with the simple question of if what we've asked for, if the thing that we're waiting on is just not his will. When we pray according to the model prayer that Jesus taught the disciples, we ask him for his will to be done. We know the words, thine kingdom come, thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we are asking him, agreeing with God for his will to be done no matter what we may want or desire personally. And no, it's not a lack of faith if we ask him specifically if it's his will for us to receive and have what we have been petitioning for. Is it his will that someone be healed or is he calling them home? Is it his will for our sons and daughters, mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers to be delivered and set free after years of waiting for them to be delivered from drugs or that spirit of depression? What about the finances or the job that some have have been waiting on? Is it the will of the Father or not? We may not always get a definite yes or no, but I do believe that he will give us a peace one way or another in our hearts and spirits. Ask the Father if it's his will for you to continue to believe and hope for something that possibly he has no intentions of giving you. As a young unsaved wife and mother, I had two sons and truly desired to have a daughter. When my neighbor, who was also trying to get pregnant, 
told me that she was, I asked her if there was anything special she had done. She told me that she had stood on God's word. Obviously, I had no idea of what she was talking about, so she shared with me the plan of salvation. I prayed and believed God, but then had a psychosomatic pregnancy. My body was saying I was pregnant when I truly wasn't. After my doctor confirmed that I was not pregnant, with tears streaming down my face, I asked God what was his will concerning me getting pregnant. And instantly, I knew that another child for me was not his will. My words to him at that moment was, okay, God, what do you want me to do? My relationship with the father has grown stronger and stronger ever since then. As I heard someone say many, many years ago, God will not lead us around like a horse following a carrot at the end of a stick on a string. Therefore, we can ask, should we continue to hope for that thing or move on to whatever it is that he has ordained for us? I believe that for most, God will simply say, trust him. For most of us, we know that we haven't lost hope or given up. We've waited and believed even when others didn't believe for us. We've all waited on God in spite of what we saw or heard from those who were supposed to know things, those who spoke those prophetic words that maybe were right for others, but not for us. We heard and saw things that caused others to lose hope, but not us. We have continued to hold on, believe, and hope. I have some very dear friends who had been waiting on God for years and years concerning their immigration papers. In spite of all the difficulties and discouragements, they held on to their hope. They continued to believe the word that God has spoken to them personally, and they waited. And let me say here and now that that's one of the keys to knowing whether to wait or let go. It's knowing how to hear God's voice for yourself. In spite of the hard times that came about because of not having their papers in order, they sat tight. The enemy continued to try to fill them with the fears and thoughts of what if. What if this happens or what if that happens? Suppose this or suppose that, what then? But these friends of mine and their children not only continue to be faithful to the Father with their tithe offerings and being cheerful givers, but they encourage others in their weights as well. I find it absolutely amazing as to how God knows who will trust him implicitly and those who will give up on him and attempt to do things their own way. Even when the former president of this nation began to move against undocumented immigrants with rants and threats, these people that I know stood their ground and trusted God. There was another man that I know who was with the church I had once attended. When he began to hear the things on the news through friends and family and through social media, this man immediately packed his belongings and began to run. My heart absolutely bled for him. But at the same exact time, my other friends remained steadfast. They continued to hope and believe. Finally, last year, after all the years of waiting and trusting God, 
they finally got their green cards. They received what they had hoped for because they trusted God. And the wonderful thing about this is that I know that this is just the beginning of the great things that God is about to do on their behalf. I know that their green cards were not the only thing they were trusting God for. If these people could wait on God for years, certainly we can continue to wait and believe for what we've asked the Father to do. Don't you dare let go of your faith, your hope, and your trust in God. Don't you dare stop believing and seeing in spite of it not being here as of yet. Don't you dare let go and don't you dare give up because your best is yet to come. Romans 8, 24 through 25 reads, For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. These friends of mine who waited on God waited patiently. I believe that God is telling many of us right now that this is how we must hope and wait with patience. These past two weeks, I've seen two young women post on Facebook messages that truly spoke to my spirit. I see, and let me say that when I use the words I see, I use these words as the prophet, the seer that God has called me to be. It's in the sense of seeing one of these individuals in the spirit as opposed to the flesh. The first young woman I'm referring to, I think I may have actually physically seen her only once in my life. However, I prophetically see her as someone who has made good choices and wise decisions in life, even when others may not have agreed. She's a cousin to my grandchildren, and as far as I'm concerned, is definitely a person to be admired. In the post she shared, it seems as though she's been raising a flower. I think it's an orchid, and at one time, it was so close to death that she thought perhaps it was already dead. It was so close to death that she said she nearly threw it out and started over again with another one but she made the decision not to give up and to let the flower remain a little longer. The picture she posted on Facebook showed that flower that she had considered giving up on, beautiful, healthy, and now flourishing. That's the way our hope should be. Even when it looked like it's dying or even dead, don't give up, especially if you have not specifically heard God tell you to let go. Even when what you're waiting on doesn't come when you want it, don't give up. Continue to hope and believe. While we're waiting on the Father doesn't mean that we won't have our moments of discouragement. Does it mean that we won't want to give up? In that case, I'm in big trouble, but I don't believe that's the way our Father will handle us. He knows that we'll have those moments when we feel weak and hopeless. But even in those times, God has provided for us what we need to continue to wait on Him. 
because they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Each of us can be as that flower while we're waiting upon our Father to manifest what he has spoken to us, what we have requested of him. He will give us what we need to renew our strength so that we can mount up with wings as eagles and so that we will run and not be weary or faint. We know that Galatians 6 says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We must trust him. And if we don't give up and lose hope, we shall receive what we're waiting for. Just don't faint. Just don't give up on what you're hoping for. When I saw that picture of that flower and read her words, I immediately knew that God was speaking to his sons and daughters saying, no matter what it looks like, trust him to do what he said he would do. Trust him to do what you've asked the father in the name of his son, our savior, Jesus Christ. His word says, whatsoever we ask the father in his name, it shall be given. If we can trust him to bring a flower back to life, certainly we can trust him for the truly big things. In the words of Mrs. Whitney Burns Autry, she posted, and I quote, sometimes things take time. They don't always happen when you want them to, but it will happen, end quote. Thanks, Whitney. The same day I saw the post from Whitney, my niece Keisha Drake also posted a word, and I really don't think she realizes just how prophetic it is. We all know how that at the end of the year, the prophets come out of the woodwork like roaches. They all had these great prophetic words that God is saying this, that, and the other. My niece never said or even insinuated that this was a word from God, but I truly believe it was something that our father spoke to her spirit, perhaps without, even, without her even realizing that it was God speaking. Part of what she said was, and I quote, you had enough lessons. You did the work. You overcame so much. You believed even when it was hard to. You never gave up. You pushed through it all. Now it's your turn to receive in a major way. Receive it with an open heart and open arms. End quote. Thank you, Keisha Drake. And to be is so proud of you. And I definitely received that word for you as well as others. My sisters and brothers, I know without a doubt that this is definitely a word for her personally, but I believe that each person can receive it individually as well. In spite of all you've continued to hope for, and even though you didn't always feel so patient, you are still waiting. The house I purchased after my husband passed was old when I bought it, and obviously it's even older now. 
It's in desperate need of repairs, but I'm waiting on God. Now, let me say that waiting on God doesn't mean doing absolutely nothing. There are areas and times that I believe God will open doors for us to receive some of the things that we're believing for. One thing that I was able to do while I'm waiting was to obtain a government grant for some foundation work. These types of grants are available to homeowners who meet certain criterias. But I believe in those moments and times that we begin to waver when we truly become downhearted and discouraged in our waiting is when his word comes into effect and where he renews our strength. During the holidays, while in that three-day straight hard freeze, it was so cold in one of my rooms until I had to shut the door and not let anyone enter it. To say that I felt discouraged is putting it mildly. Even with someone blessing me with a brand new electric fireplace, it was not enough for that room with its high ceilings and wide space to be warm. I asked our father if there was something that I needed to do or perhaps had neglected doing that was causing the work that needs to be done on my home to be delayed. But again, God reminded me of his word, wait patiently. I'm not supposed to wait with discouragement or depression. It can't be in hopelessness, gloom, or despair. There should be no anger, disgust, no murmuring and complaining. I must, we must, each of us must wait with patience until God does what he said he will do. As I stated earlier, many will hear prophetic words of the great things that will happen this year from pastors, preachers, prophets, and yes, even Facebook. But unfortunately, for some of us, by March or April, we will know that all of those great things will not happen the way we had hoped, at least not in the time that we had wanted. Nonetheless, Again, as I said before, we will wait on God to do what he said he would do. We will wait with patience and endurance. We will trust him, believe him, and continue in the confidence that God is faithful. In the 119th division of Psalms, in five different verses, the psalmist said, I put my hope in your word. It's God's word that causes us to hope, and God's word cannot lie or be twisted by him in any way. Therefore, we will not give up, we will not let go, and we will not be discouraged. We will continue in our hope and faith for the things that we're trusting our Father to do. When we look at the circumstances concerning our health, our finances, our children, our marriages, or even the houses that we live in, we will not let go. Because as I always say, when we pray, God hears. And when he hears, God answers. Please join me next week for part two of What Are You Hoping For? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support 
through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net. And through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support. And may God bless each and every one of you.